welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Movie Podcast podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Spencer. And today, we are talking the latest installment of the mystery Kenneth Branagh movies, <laughs> A Haunting in Venice. Yes. Uh, yeah, Poirot. I guess, is that, is if, well, yeah, Poirot. Um, I guess that's what you can say. <laughs> another installment in the adaptation from author Agatha Christie's uh, work. And uh, yes. the third one that we've seen from this new sort of uh, Kenneth Branagh adaptation. So we've had mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express, A Death, uh, or is it A Death? No, probably just Death on the Nile, and now uh-huh. A Haunting in Venice. Um, yeah. If you wanted to listen to our Death on the Nile review, we did one a while back. Uh, that movie was, was that last when year? It came out. Or two yeah. years ago? I feel like it was... It was last year. I think it was last year, yeah. I was like... Because I remember yeah. saying this movie—that's such a quick turnaround time, because there right. was there was more of a more of a turnaround time between the first and the second film. Yeah, uh, big time. Big time. That's why I like forget that the first one is like even connected. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, it's the second one. It's like, oh, no, wait, no, it's number three. Well, technically, they're not ago. even connected movies, which is nice for 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 folks that don't have to go like, oh, I gotta watch like it's a whole trilogy. I gotta watch the first two. Just, no, no yeah. it's all individual stories. Just one one main character uh, following his different cases. But yeah, this is the the yeah. latest installment, as you said, A Haunting in Venice, um, directed by Kenneth Branagh, starring Kenneth Branagh as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this is written by Michael. Man, Green. he's doing a lot of work. Uh, he's killing it. He's he's oh yeah, he's showing up. Um, this, of course, is based on the Agatha Christie novel Halloween Party. So not of the same name as uh, the previous two uh, movies were, but uh, still pretty good. I think this name makes it feel closer to the other films. Yeah. It's, it's, blank in blank, blank yeah. on blank. It's in or on Action something. in location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There you go. Um, situation in or around something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, like you said, Kenneth Branagh, he's back playing playing Hercule Poirot, great detective. Um, and of course, these movies are known for their big cast as well. So first two movies got some major stars, um, and in this one, a few lesser known folks or maybe some not as big names across the entire board. But we still have some big names in there like Tina Fey and Jamie Dornan, Michelle Yeoh, which we did a whole actor spotlight Ooh. on. Uh, check out so that good. episode as well, Michelle Yeoh, not too long ago. Uh, Kelly Riley is in this, and of course, Jude, little Jude Hill. Um, and mm-hmm. what's really cool little about Jude this Hill. one is Jamie Dornan and Jude Hill were both in Belfast together. Jamie Dornan plays the oh. father, and Jude Hill plays the son, the little boy, Buddy. And yeah. that, of course, is directed by Kenneth Branagh. And wow. Buddy is also That's based on Kenneth Branagh's life. So, that, I mean, the whole movie is right. based on his life. He's, he's Buddy, basically. He likes that kid, yeah. He's he likes that kid. kid. I thought he was really good in Belfast, so I'm glad to see him back. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Dornan was a highlight of, of that movie as well. So, bringing them back, their, their relationship together into this film as well. Um, of, and yeah, that's father. It's their and their father, father and son in this too. one as well. Yeah. Wow. So bro. really cool. Brana, he loves his stars and he, he loves yeah. his favorites, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. So this, this movie also had, um, it, it's not having the best, I would say, box office run right now. Maybe it'll pick up. 
Um, but it has a had a budget of sixty million dollars, uh, which was I was like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of high or on the higher side of what I was thinking this movie was going to be, more like a forty-five yeah. kind of thing. Um, right. But so far, it's just made only just just over thirty-nine million dollars worldwide. So it still has a ways to go okay. if okay. it wants to recoup. And I've got some yeah, I've got some thoughts on this, and I think it could be because of some of the branding for this movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely when you watch a trailer for it it's, or, you know, a TV spot, it's pitches more of a scary thing or a horror movie mm. instead of pure mm-hmm. mystery. Um, like we've seen for the other two, the other two films. I yeah. think um, this one is supposed, it, it looks more like a, from the trailers anyway. Yeah. Sort of like a B list horror film. Yeah. It reads very horror. Stuff. Absolutely. I think maybe some of the and casting I, too has to do with it as well. I think yeah. without the massive list of big names, especially from that first movie, perhaps yeah. there's a few there's a few yeah. lesser known actors on this list. Um and, and, and right. for for a lot of the characters here, so maybe that doesn't um, that doesn't uh, show up well for people going, Oh yeah, that person's in it, I'll go and see this movie if they don't really know who's who. Which yeah. I don't think is a big deal for me personally, but I'm just saying that could be an impact on why people aren't going to this movie as much as the other two. Yeah. Did you have something to say as yeah, well? Yeah, it definitely is like, yeah, I feel like, because I was saying the same thing yesterday or something about this, you know, the ensemble cast thing, like when I was like pitching the, this movie to Tony to be like, yeah, come see this with me. And uh, I was like, you know, ensemble cast, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, then I was like, wait, who's in this one? I was like, uh, Tina Fey is and then otherwise I was like I didn't recognize many people from the trailer I was like you know Michelle Yeoh I guess Brana himself mm. but um yeah I don't know I was kind of like what like those are the big now names I'm thinking really. who am I go how am I going to describe these characters <laughs> <laughs> I don't know these actors names it's yeah. gonna be a very Google heavy oh very Google um <laughs> Haunting in Venice tab open. Uh, cast. Just don't do the Google one. Just like the Google yeah. description. I'm sure it's very wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. One of I the characters is a mechanic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, though, let's get, let's get into the story then. We can talk about what this yeah. movie is about. Um, of course, like I said, yes. it's very different than the other two films. They're all individual stories. So this one, of course, is Hercule Poirot again. This time he's retired already. He's living in Italy. Um, but he's visited by uh, by an old friend who uh, is played by Tina Fey, who encourages him to go to a Halloween party uh, where a seance uh, in a haunted spooky. house will be taking place. Very spooky, right? It's like, ooh. Um, he, of course, is reluctant to believe in such superstitions or an afterlife, of course. Um, but when one of the guests is murdered mysteriously... <gasps> He has to come out of retirement. He has to get back into the game and find the killer. Though Unreal. all this repeated talk of this haunted house starts to disturb his mind and may change his perspective on the supernatural. Yeah. I like, like, I guess as you're saying, kind of, this one's different. It looks like horror. It's like sold a little bit differently. I think that's super cool. I think it's fun that this one is like, supernatural feeling because mm-hmm. the other ones weren't really right like, no absolutely not i think yeah. this one so is kinda... definitely so so in my opinion again like this is because i follow this franchise i think this is cool this is different um i like horror movies obviously 
Um, but the way that it's perhaps advertised to folks that don't yeah. don't keep up with oh Brana's new movie is another Poirot film and it's we know it's murder mystery then you're not gonna you're just gonna see like a horror movie like oh you know it's too scary for me and stuff and the i will say too. it's yeah, kind of like a haunting in connecticut or whatever like it's it like, is yeah it seems like it's a i think it's a good name european but scary is, movie like other stuff yeah yeah so but i think if you don't know that this is a detective film it's a murder mystery then you know you're probably less inclined to go and see this movie uh just for general audiences so you know, I think maybe it's the branding that has to do with it or it wasn't marketed as well as, as you wanted it to be, you know, kind of branded as it's, hey, it's murder mystery with elements of horror. I think that's the best way to describe yeah. this movie too because I don't think there is a lot of horror and I think that I would have liked to see a little bit more. I agree. It felt very like horror light, you know, when you download an app and they have like a paid version and a light yeah. version. It felt like that, the yeah. light version. Um, to me, it was kind yeah. of like... Yeah, Disney Channel movie scary. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of like like jump scares, like branded as jump scares, yeah. but I wouldn't say I was like, oh my gosh, kind of thing. And maybe Yeah, you're not terrified. You're kind of like not really. I think you can kind it's of just expect vibes. it. And it is vibes, very much so. I think just spooky vibes. You know, because we've been watching a lot of horror movies lately, um, maybe we've just gotten used to like, you know, we're in this kind of you know, mode uh, for our movie mm-hmm. movie going experience that we're just not phased. This time by this. of year, yeah, yeah, it's spooky season, of course. So we're going to be seeing horror no matter what. But um, yeah. maybe this is, yeah, I don't know. That's maybe that's why it feels so horror light to us. And it is again, it's a murder mystery yeah. uh, with with elements of horror involved and supernatural stuff. And I was actually really looking forward to going. Like, okay, so what is this one going to be about? Is it is it going to be like somebody's using? supernatural things to cover up a murder or murder people and we there's yeah you know there's a there's a way to kind of to to, to tie that uh into the actual story there's there's mm-hmm. like you know things that are are say, say similar to, to what i to that statement is using supernatural elements of this haunted house as like a as like an escape from your murders or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So, I, you know, there's a little yeah. bit of that. Um, but I was like really interested to see like, okay, so this is going to stump Poirot. He's going to be, he's going to be like yeah. in this phase in his life where he's like, I've never seen this before. This is insane. And I can't yeah. figure it out. And then of course, eventually he figured it out or whatever. And because it's so out of this world type of, uh, type of uh, mystery. Um, it wasn't so, but it was still a good enough story. I think there's it definitely diverts some expectations. You know, we think he's there to investigate this older death um, and poke holes in this supernatural talk, but it turns into a different, yeah. a whole different investigation that, that does kind of tie it all together well um, in the end. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of the horror stuff, what, what did you think? I, I think I would have liked to see a little bit more. Uh, wasn't as scary as I was expecting. But it is, yeah. of course, just a PG thirteen movie guess, too. Yeah, I I almost feel like a couple ways about it, where I'm like, kind of like you're saying about, well, is it selling? It's selling a little bit different scary level than maybe it is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and maybe that's uh, causing people to not see it so much. I hope not. Like I I I'd like to see, you know, just that thing of ch- supporting chances, supporting yeah. a series or a franchise like making a, a scary one mm-hmm. or a horror mm-hmm. one uh so hopefully it's not like um 
you know that, the that, end that of it, all these or something. Yeah, I hope not. Right, I hope not. I don't. Um, I don't think. But it yeah, would I be. think it felt. Yeah, I guess I was kind of thinking this is a little bit less like a horror movie than I thought, but it also just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I could take more. Yeah, cool. But I, I think it was I think it was appropriate too. Yeah, for the thing it is. You're right. Yeah, I think for for what we're getting overall, this is this is. Yeah, I Pretty scary I, for I, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and Tina Fey. Yeah, definitely Tina Fey too. So funny. I had a few people come up to me and they're like, "Oh, do you think it's going to be like a funny horror movie?" I was like, "It better not be." Yeah. Because yeah, I, I get Tina Fey is in it, tone but switch. I no, I yeah. would not want that as well. There's a little yeah. bit of comedic moments in all these movies. There are right, and sure, yeah. and and it's very minor though. It's not. It's not a comedy type film. It's not a comedy horror film either. So I'm I'm happy about that. And Tina Fey was very. I love Tina Fey, but she was very reserved in this movie, where it wasn't full on comedy yeah. or anything. Different role for her. I didn't very find much. her to be over silly or anything like that too. So I think great job. Um, yeah, I think all the talk about the performances were fast. I think all of them are really well. I think the dialogue in this film is a lot better than what we've been seeing over the past few weeks. Uh, where yeah. it just goes well with what's needed. There isn't a lot of over-explaining like there can be in some murder mystery yeah. films. So the actors right. all portray their characters well. I, I think I have a different opinion on the characters specifically, like the mm. just the character backgrounds and everything and how the, they all kind of tie with the murders and all the people around. Um, but the actors mm-hmm. perform those roles really well. And I think... Uh, the, like I said, the dialogue just flowed really well with the with those characters. It, it just worked well with what they were supposed to be doing, and it wasn't it wasn't like cheesy or anything like you, you could get if yeah. this was a lower grade murder mystery uh, movie. So, yeah, yeah feels feels well written. Mm-hmm. I will say the aesthetic is something that I wasn't super impressed by in this movie. I think the mm. house appears to be so grand. But it felt very small, not that interesting. I feel like we missed out mm. on seeing a couple of like some really cool or spooky rooms in the house. Um, yeah, which you know could have turned into scarier scenes, like like we were talking about. Could expand it out a little yeah. more. Yeah, absolutely. I think there are some areas of the house that we didn't get to explore that could have, you know, given uh, Poirot more moments to freak out or something. You know, mm-hmm. just give him a little bit more of a challenge. There are some really good moments where he does sort of his humanity gets challenged and all this kind of stuff and this this sort of mental toll it's taken on him. Right. Um, but I feel like if we had more of an exploring the house kind of thing and we could see that, you know, this is, of course, supposed to be a haunted house. Mm-hmm. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, to, to ha- right. Or it would make sense to have all these uh, areas where you could find creepy dolls or whatever. Like there was a yeah, moment yeah, where yeah. we go under the house and we find... Um, a basement full of like old things that they were like, oh yeah, this was an yeah. or was that an like, orphanage or something before a foster home or, or something? Yeah, there's orphans or, yeah. uh, or orphans no, it was like home. a it was like a kids hospital or something like that. Anyway, with kids there and they're like, yeah, this this is like must be the remains of like their toys and beds and stuff. Mm. And like that's like, oh, that's really cool. And you know, the water's yeah. crashing in at that moment because there's a big storm right. and it's flooding. Of course, you know, there's always got to be a flood or something that can yeah. bar authorities from getting there. Uh, and investigating uh-huh. as well, but <laughs> an act of God, yeah, just like in just like in Glass Onion, I was like, oh well, the tide is too low, so we can't get to that yeah. island till morning or whatever. I'm like, all right, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, okay, but 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 that was a really cool moment. I think we if we got a little bit more of that, it would it would um, 
you know, do some do something for the aesthetic of the film, make it, make it a bit more alive, I think. Like just dive diving into its own lore a little bit. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps. Um, this is where I think the first two movies did better, uh, even though they're also mm-hmm. set in pretty much just one location, the design of the train and, of course, the boat in the second film, uh, I think made the aesthetic of those films feel active, uh, feel a little bit more interesting. And, of course, Dynamic. In, in Death in the Nile... Um, you know, they get to go to like that tomb area too for a bit. They get to go off the boat and go into that little adventure yeah, hole. Yeah. And there is a little bit more like character character analysis uh, from from the different people on board that go on this excursion, um, sort of studying each other. And of course, there's an incident too that happens, like somebody almost gets smashed by a rock. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, you know they go back to the boat, and the boat is. The boat is a boat, but you get these very specific areas that everyone's sort of gets familiar with by the end of the movie. And like, of course, there's like interesting how that propeller too on the back of the boat that yeah, yeah that yeah. was you know there's a body in there at some point. So uh-huh. there's some, yeah, there's really cool moments in 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 these other areas where they're sort of encapsulated in. But I didn't feel right. the same way about this movie in in this setting. I'll say interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird because it's. It, in a way, feels like less of a bottle episode because they are like around town a little bit more. There's different like vistas and mm-hmm. kind of you know s- stuff like that in the in the city until they um, get to the main night. Then nobody leaves right. after that, right? Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if it would have been like cooler if it was um, like set in a small town in Venice, like in a uh-huh. you know in a five or six building complex kind of a thing. And so mm-hmm. there's a little bit more street street like you can do so much with horror and streets uh which yeah. you know we saw last week's the nun too right so um uh-huh. if if there was a little bit more of an area for them to explore rather than because like i said even the house it seems big but they didn't i feel like they didn't explore it all that much and it was really having a hard time telling where all these rooms were because there's a there's yeah. like a little balcony that you can like see over um in the middle of the like the i guess the main room area living room area um, but then there's like all over the house, there's these extra rooms that we, it wasn't really shown exactly like, oh, how did that get there? Or who, how do you get there from here? Yeah. Or where does this connect to? Because like it almost feels that's like, important in a mystery movie. Yeah. It, it feels almost more like it's a few like, um, like two dimensional sets, like sets mm-hmm. kind of more than like a vertical house. Yeah, exactly. Like it feels exactly. like they're on a soundstage maybe mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some of it. Or a lot of the house stuff. That's what it feels like anyway. Is that at least how... Yeah. Yeah, because it it's, like, it's almost be. like, well, there doesn't need to be logic to the way the space flows because it's does it's not a real space, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's really what I'm kind of getting at there. Just this sort of area that uh, is... I don't know. It just doesn't seem as active or interesting mm-hmm. enough. Like, there's some... There's, like, some quick shots of, like, a few clocks and statues that look spooky. But nothing... Yeah. You know, that's just a spooky statue in a house when it's dark and it's raining and it, there's lightning and thunder yeah. and splishes and splashes from the the uh, canals outside. So, of course. Now, yeah. Um, let's talk about the characters, too, then. I think they, they, they seem to have uh, a lot of these sort of basic backgrounds compared to the other two films. Um, especially the fiance. Yeah. The fiance one is so generic. It's just 
oh yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm back because you know we're investigating my fiance's death yeah. and and I'm I'm money hungry and the mother-in-law doesn't like me and I'm just kind of a rude right. guy and I'm very blunt with people I'm like all right that's just uh-huh. such a generic take for yeah, a fiance just character yeah, yeah yeah I think even everybody else spouse it's, of it's, the dead yeah not not that interesting um I think we were I was more interested in the characters and their connections to the murder in death death on the Nile more than this movie I think there are well yeah I feel like everybody felt a little bit more connected in that one yeah yeah everybody had like almost like familial stake Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. in this one I don't feel like everybody has a motive I feel like there's a few people like oh that's easily they could be you know they could be kind of checked off the list as I don't think they did it you know and maybe that's the effect of having a kid on on you know in this one too like if the kid ended up you know being the mastermind behind everything wow yeah. uh but uh-huh. you know that just eliminates some some characters i think there is there's you know if folks that are going to watch this movie you'll you'll be able to kind of point out um like oh, i don't I know, this person's probably not involved kind of thing um yeah <clears throat> i will say i i guessed the the murder immediately uh-huh but i won't say okay. it's super obvious i was just yeah. sort of going through some checklist in my head and going, okay, I think that's probably a little too obvious yeah. or this one's a little, you know, a little suspicious here. So I'll keep my eye on that. But right. for the most part, I had the killer from the beginning and there are moments uh-huh. that it tested me. I'll, I'll be honest. And I go, Oh, maybe it's not. But at the, in the end, yeah. for the reasons that I thought the killer was revealed for, I was like, okay, perfect. Uh, validated, uh, my, yeah. my guess from, from the beginning. Yes. But I won't say it's as obvious as in Death on the Nile. I think Death on the Nile is such an obvious, this person slash people yeah. are, are, the, are the killers. Uh, where in this movie, right. it's a little bit more, there's a lot of clues, but it's a little bit more hidden uh, beneath a, yeah. lot of, uh, a lot of layers and, and confusion until Poirot, of course, unveils everything. But um, when he does the classic, this happened and then this this, yeah, and this yeah. happened. Nobody's going anywhere. I'm going to explain everything. Uh-huh. That's what he did on Death in the Nile too. And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. that's a little too convenient, but okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like I recall that kind of thing like and I, in that yep. one where it's like, yep. oh man, like we could have figured out, a, we could have figured it out a little bit more and it kind of feels like there's some stuff that's like, mm, you're just making that work now. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just saying stuff, Poirot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're right. It is that person. But, like, yeah. is that exactly how it went down? Or, you know, I yeah. don't know. But, no, I think, I think, it, it, I think maybe that's some feedback, you know, for these movies is, like, how do we leave a little bit more breadcrumb trails uh, before yeah. the big reveal so that people can kind of go, own, yeah. oh, it kind of clicks in their mind. Like I said, this one, there are enough hints around, but it's not so blatant like in the last movie, I think. Um, yeah. So there's enough for people to kind of puzzle stuff or you know piece things together, I would say. Um, but anyway, yeah, like to my point though, I think one of the reasons why I was able to figure out so early on is because I was a, you know able to eliminate a lot of these other characters because I feel like they didn't have yeah. much of connection to the main guess, story. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah, right. exactly, exactly. There's a lot of more personal connections in this movie to Poirot, um, specifically like Tina Fey's character, uh, his bodyguard as well. Uh, so there's those personal mm-hmm. connections to to 
uh, Poirot, but I, I feel like it didn't go deep enough or like there was a there's like a little segment where they kind of talk about it, but it's not like you know, oh, this is personal kind of kind of business, which may, I don't right, know, maybe right. in the end is a good thing. But um, I, I think if you're going to go that route, you don't have to make it cheesy like this is personal, yeah. but you can explain why they needed him there or something like that, too. There's a little bit of an explanation. Right. Of course, Tina Fey's character is an author who does a lot of mystery novels and sort of sort of made Poirot's career as, as from her point of view anyway because she sort of, right. kind of based the characters off of him and he became famous from that too. So I, I like those elements of it, but um, if you went a little bit deeper yeah. as to the reason why he needed to be there at the seance, at the Halloween party, then I think that would have that would have lended well to that. Right. Yeah, yeah earlier I, when I was watching that ending explain thing too, um, it was they were saying that it's like, kind of parallels Agatha Christie's career. Um, mm. This film where it's like the, or the book where it came out like late in her career. Mm. And it's like after she had like a couple of whiffs kind of thing. And that's supposed to be Tina Fey's, Tina Fey's character. Yeah. 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 And I figured that it's that interesting be too, where it's like, like still that. like, yeah. yeah. Kenneth too is, I think doing kind of a similar thing in a way mm. where he's, you know, out like one foot out of this thing and kind of mm-hmm. just trying to hang out and yeah <laughs> was that the last movie too that he did was he just trying to hang out for the wedding or something wait which one are you talking about what? oh oh oh, oh, oh yeah that one he gets invited to the wedding or the wedding yeah. party or whatever yeah by his friend that he runs into by the pyramids he's like uh-huh. oh it's you oh my gosh and like i need you to come oh, down yeah this, yeah yeah let's come to this party and right like, that's weird no invitation just shows up huh but <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah it was like his friend that he ran into that that invited him to which of course he said it was not a coincidence in that movie oh well, of course not of course not there's no coincidences uh yeah <laughs> not if you're a detective there no can't be. no 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 um shall we get into spoilers then yeah, let's do it. You want to do your little whoop? Sorry, I'm like whoop whoop. Bro, I stayed up way too late last night, and I, my brain is just fried today. Did you see this late? Uh, is that why the wine? Yeah, came I out? went to an. You know what? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is a perfect place to address this. <laughs> I don't think I can like drink wine and watch a movie anymore. Like, I'm realized anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't typically drink wine, and I've just, like, in the past couple of weeks been like, oh, like, I can just have, like, a, a glass or two of wine that seems nice and something sippable and, and tasty and mm-hmm. something to, you know. But I'm just like, now two movies in a row, I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember this movie. Like, <laughs> and I'm, I'm actively speaking about it the whole time and, like, engaging with it and thinking of, like, oh, I like that shot, I like that shot, I like this kind of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, mm, I, I don't know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so wine is a no-go now for you when it comes to watching It's movies. over. It's over. Got to stick yeah, to the out. beer, I think, yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just, it's no. I, I, I got to really come up with the, the position in my life that wine will fill. That's I think fascinating. It's that, like, again. why, yeah. what about wine is so different that you kind of. I don't know. Yeah, that's super yeah, interesting. It, my body is reacting to it. Uh, bizarre lately which kind of sucks but it's fine um okay anyway anyway there's, boop, boop. there it is <laughs> there are two murders in this movie the first one yes which is the you know suspected suicide or she went crazy and killed herself 
uh, of the daughter. And then there is Michelle Yeoh. She's being poisoned. The daughter's being poisoned by the mom for a while. Yeah. To keep her around the house because she's sick and needs to take care of her. That's the idea? Well, she also doesn't like the fiance, so she wants to keep him, like, away. So if she's sick, then he can't, you know, their relationship gets into turmoil because he doesn't want to stick around and care for her and... I guess she wanted yeah. to show show her, like, see, he's no good and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But, right. of course, then Michelle Yeoh is killed. And I was like, oh, this is the murder now. Like, this is the murder that, that they're going to investigate. It happened, like, so early, too, I feel, mm-hmm. where I was just, like, mm-hmm. I was really liking Michelle Yeoh's character and the way listening, she was interacting with everybody. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> and then just, and then that just was so gone. funny. I was like, what is yeah. she, what is that? That's weird. I've never heard like a psychic or somebody like do yeah. that, but an announcement like that. <laughs> yeah, announcing yeah. that you're listening. Um uh, but that was a really cool sequence though when Poro was like, Everybody, she's a fake. Here's the guy with the radio that's controlling the typewriter, like you're yeah. busted. Yeah. And then she does her uh-huh. whole like <gasps> The big she's moment. possessed and whatever and she's speaking yeah. she's speaking to to uh to the mom so, with the voice the young kid the girl's voice and all that stuff but is she in on it michelle yo i in a way i think she is because she's getting she's getting yeah. paid to like do all this stuff but then i don't think she was gonna keep her mouth shut so then mm-hmm. the mom had to kill her uh too yeah um that's what it seems like anyway but right so here's here's my kind of thing where i i eliminated a few people immediately is because i knew mm-hmm. that this michelle yo murder had to connect to the daughter's murder as well so i was like okay so sure. the housekeeper house caretaker or whatever lady like agatha or whatever I forget her name was olga hmm. wait i gotta find it olga yeah olga. was it olga yeah um yeah, I, I was so. like okay i'm gonna yeah olga uh, I'm gonna uh, eliminate her character from being involved in any of this. I don't think she has yeah. a stake in this at all because she wouldn't hurt the daughter, so she wouldn't hurt yeah. Michelle Yeoh either. I don't think there was any sort of, you know, there was there was like they're like oh when you were objective, ob- ob- you know, it showed some objections to uh, the mom about bringing a medium into the house and you know yeah. getting all these spirits all riled up and everything. But I don't think that's enough to go and kill her you know so i was like okay i think she's the help too yeah absolutely i think no she's out of it i don't think so i thought jamie dornan's character was too um sort of too shell-shocked to to do anything like that um i obviously jude hill is a kid so i was like i don't Uh think so he doesn't seem like the type he's also a kid so i'm gonna eliminate Uh that as well um but the kid was like blackmailing the mom or something though? Yes, because he saw like how much it was affecting the the father and stuff like that. So it was it was cuz because he figured he figured it out like that the dad the dad knew about the poison and all that kind of stuff. So he's mm-hmm. like, "All right, well, he's going to be quiet because he liked the he liked the daughter, but I'm going to like do something about it because that's not fair." Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But obviously the kid does believe in the supernatural because he says he'll see his father again and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot he dies too. Jimmy Dornan dies. Um, right? Yeah, I was gonna say there's it's three murders. He, he's poisoned, correct? No, he is told to kill himself by the mom on the phone. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
Shoot. Yeah, it's it's Boro who's poisoned with the the fancy honey. Uh, that and that's why he's hallucinogen. Yeah, that's why he's seeing all these things. So yeah. I was like, yeah, there has to be some kind of like rational explanation for it, especially for Poirot. Like Scooby Doo. It's very like Scooby Doo. Yeah, like where it's like yeah, <laughs> you're like watching it and you're you're on board. You're like, dude, this is the one. This yeah. is the one where it really has. There really must be a ghost at the <laughs> yeah. museum because. Like nope. that was an actual like person in the mirror there when he looked up. Like that was yeah. the that was the daughter, right. you know. So, yeah. um, I thought the fiance was too generic to be the killer as well. I was like, oh well, like I said earlier, like oh his his background is it's too obvious. That'd be so boring. Yeah, it yeah, would be, so be so boring. It would if, be so boring. Like, oh yeah, I actually did it because I hate her. Yeah, like, like oh what? come on, no. no, no. That kid used to be in um, he was in. I think the show was called The Path. He did look Hulu familiar. He did look familiar, but I couldn't. I couldn't place. He's also. Him. I feel like he's kind of Heath Ledger looking. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. A that's bit. a good point. Um, the two um, assistants to Michelle Yeoh, uh, I think, were only connected to Michelle Yeoh. So I was like, okay, I don't think they would have been involved with the daughter's killing either. So I'm gonna right. rule them out good. as well. It, this this connecting those two murders together thing really really does a lot for exactly the i think of it's, figuring it out it has to be like that otherwise why even why even have the first part of about the daughter you know committing suicide like i knew oh she didn't commit suicide it was definitely going to be a murder and somebody did it for whatever reasons or whatever and i was like i think right. the mom is actually starting to get a little fishy now i thought that perhaps the mom is doing this so she could market it as a haunted house and people are gonna you know it becomes a tourist attraction or this or that or whatever sure or some kind of some some sort of um like controlling thing like she wants to control her daughter's like fate or something like that so that that could have been the reason why and it's like wow how how twisted it is like your mom kills you in the end right yeah. um yeah so so i was like oh i think it's the mom for all these like kind of not so obvious reasons uh like like yeah. oh she wouldn't be the obvious choice kind of thing and it and there's a lot of moments throughout the throughout the film where it's like oh no she's like actually hurting that her daughter is dead and she really wants to yeah. like speak to her again and all that stuff she hired she hired you know the medium to come so, so she how could, talk could to her. she so how could she i was like oh but she did and of course it is revealed that that she did and she did it to yes control her daughter's fate in a way to not marry this guy that she didn't approve of and sort of keep her keep her hostage uh you know at, at yeah. the house and everything um but yeah no it drove drove her insane mother. drove her insane um but yeah i think there was a lot of easily dismissible um uh, folks from the you know that you could say ah, i don't think they're actually going to be involved in this because it, those those murders yeah. have to be connected even jamie dornan's murder has to be connected otherwise what's right. the point of having that whole whole seance and all this kind of stuff so um i guess yeah uh, like as much as i should just be like better at watching mystery movies by now like after all the ones I that we've am, seen <laughs> Yeah, and just, yeah, watching things forever, knowing how things are written or whatever. But it is really just, like, somehow just not a genre that, like, I, my brain, like, kind of, I like it a lot, but mm-hmm. it's, like, I couldn't write this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, All I these little picture writing it. And, yeah, yeah, the way things kind of, like, fold into each other and stuff, like. Well, um, like, that stuff in Glass Onion, like, we talked about, like. Edward Norton handing Dave Batista the glass, that being actually yeah, yeah, yeah. in the shot, the first yeah, run yeah. around before you get the 
like the rerun of it, you're just like, uh-huh. that's so gutsy to one do that, and two, yeah. nobody's paying attention to like that's such brilliant writing in those moments. And you're just like, damn, that's that's so very crazy. <laughs> that's and really it impressive. It works. It yeah, works. it does work. It does work. Cause, but yeah, cause, I feel yeah. like when I'm watching these movies, I am there. One time I was listening to a podcast with Ted Danson, mm. and he's talking about like his career, and Mark Maron is like you've had done all these things and blah, blah, blah for so long. And he's like the whole time, you know, he's probably just being kind of humble or whatever and trying not to like brag or whatever, but he's just, he's like my whole career. I feel as though I've been in the back of a pickup truck, just being driven somewhere, looking at the road behind me, like no forethought, no plan, Mm. no direction. Just, Oh, I'm here. Okay. This is where I'm at. Just kind of like zooming out. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel when I'm watching these movies. I'm just like, Okay. Just, you're just like along for the ride, is what. It, yeah, <laughs> you could say that as well. Yeah, I got a little snack. I got a little pizza. Just yeah. a little, got, got a little, little wine. Thing, you know, <laughs> got a little wine. <laughs> got a little pizza. Very Italian. Yeah. Whoa, so Italian. Oh my goodness. Italian. Was that on purpose? I also went to. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty Italian this week. Over the weekend, I shot an Italian festival. Yeah, um, I heard that was like awesome. I, filmed I heard some great food. Festa. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the line the lines were nuts. They were like a yeah. hundred yards long. Yeah. Like it was so busy. <laughs> but the amount of times I heard that's a moray this weekend. Um, oh, brother! <laughs> so it's just bi- it's built in now. I'm just you know. I'm guessing you went to uh, the theater with the Italian restaurant uh, next to it as well. Buca da Beppo. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Lord. It just. I've still never been there. It just fell into place. It's fine. It's like good enough uh to yeah it to doesn't matter there. the food but it's, it look, i think it looks cute as hell it definitely there. does yeah <laughs> um okay so to to kind of go over this again poirot in this movie he's he's going insane like yeah. not not to the extent that i wanted it to be like where he's like i'm losing it this is my last case like i can't it would believe have been cool if it got a little more like psychological yeah, yeah and he was like yeah he was just kind of totally out of it and, and couldn't think straight and everything but he is still losing it he's losing his mind he's seeing all these things yeah. appear in the house and everything but he's still able to execute um his detective skills maybe a little too easily i don't know because well there was that one moment where he's like oh i'm like oh, i feel like i'm dying or whatever and tina is like here let's get you some fresh air and then the bodyguard comes with the with a chair for him to sit down on he's like oh oh and the guy brings the chair and he's like actually the chair is for you have a seat and i'm like whoa he just totally <laughs> he totally snapped uh-huh. out of it so fast yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh it's interview time what did you yeah, think about all go. all that stuff though with the bodyguard and tina fey being in on making this medium person seem real like what was that all about i don't know yeah i guess that's where i'm kind of like Maybe the medium's character isn't being, you know, like nefarious. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. kind of inherently the idea of these people is that they're kind of bullshit anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And like in that way, I'm kind of like, I guess that's why earlier I'm like, do you think she's like in on it by pretending to, you know, Mm -hmm. to to speak to the daughter or whatever? Mm -hmm. Um so I don't know. I guess I guess that kind of like makes sense. It makes it work, but it's also like it's well because it's it seems like know. she's there to like Tina Fey is there to like discredit her, but in the end they're actually working together so that she can write like an right. amazing book and be back on top and stuff like that. And it's just like you yeah, know, I guess it's, it's, 
See, the, the bodyguard is really I, the yeah, only one that has connection to the Michelle Yeoh murder and yeah, the yeah. original murder because he's the, the officer that was on the case uh for 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 the daughter's uh death right right, like, right oh right. suicide all this kind of stuff um so let's it go that's yeah. the yeah that's the only one with well, like a, then, a really strong connection besides like the mom obviously was that like was that on purpose that he missed the poison in her autopsy or was that kind of well it was the doctor like, it was oh, jamie was... dornan that that did the autopsy Oh, oh, oh. And I think um, he was gonna, you know, figure it out. He was gonna say something, and then then the mom was like, "No, don't say that." And he's like, "All right." Then oh. the kid comes in, and is like, "Blackmail," but I'm gonna pretend like it's coming from my dad. Uh, There's so, this is yeah. it's really like <laughs> I, I want to watch it again. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this yeah. is it's just there's so many moving parts that it's just like. Mm. You know, it's just because then even when you're like, oh, what about Tina Fey bodyguard Michelle Yeoh? And I'm like, well. Tina Fey's the bad guy and she hired the, the this person and they're kind of in it together but then that person gets murdered and then I'm like well that's because the mom mm-hmm. so like because the mom's also a bad guy she, so there's she's the of, main like, baddie these angles yeah and, there's yeah. some there's some selfish there's, gain in this from like Tina Fey obviously that was yeah. very apparent right she even kind of like Poro you're nothing like you're a loser and, and yeah. I made you yeah. and I was like all right all right I thought we were good friends or whatever yeah. but uh yeah. no so so there's a little bit of uh you know just trying to pat, pat yourself on the back kind of thing coming from her mm-hmm. and uh, exploring some of her own self-interest rather than actually trying to help out with with the investigation and all that um yeah so well, I, I did like how he kind of he kind of immediately <clears throat> like trusted her he's like all right well you're gonna help me now and i'm like oh that's some kind of ploy like he's he's just trying to keep her close or something and then yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah she's gonna get turned nice. on or whatever and and he kind of does right he kind of makes her yeah. spill it and everything and then it's kind of revealed that she's just in it for herself um but yeah i mean the, the mother is really the the person that does all the murders anyway so she's she's really the one that you know goes down and everything but yeah. uh no she ends, up, uh, also she ends up killing herself too in, in a way yeah i mean uh-huh she freaks there's... out and, and and everything but she fall she falls she yeah she, she falls, falls. Yeah. yeah 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 and then i um, guess the impact killed her i don't know it seemed just it doesn't seem that high but whatever like i was like i don't she yeah. didn't i was like i don't think she landed on one of those like logs in the in the canal but whatever she's dead i guess she's with her she's with her daughter like there's that shot right of them kind of like reaching out to each other under the water and stuff so i'm like all right whatever Uh i guess that's all she wanted but um yeah what a crazy 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 person though um yeah did you get the hints of the honey and all that kind of stuff as as the movie went on there's a lot of honey uh talk which is obviously the hallucination (laughs) right (laughs) That feels is something that feels like something that I should have picked up on, but it's no, like, oh, didn't, the, didn't the bees and you know they were they were up here and we got all these flowers and all this stuff yeah. and then you know when the fiance gets cut or whatever he's like putting the honey on like, and he's like oh that's like honey. that's not actual like wild flower honey or whatever right. that's not wild flower yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, now I remember that and I was like why are they talking about honey this much this way <laughs> like I, I totally it totally went over my head like yeah, I was yeah, like. Yeah. What like? There's yeah, a connection there, yeah, I, and then, and then you really, then yeah, but then you remember like, oh yeah, that's right. As as Poirot is explaining, he's like, oh, that's right. He had tea, and they put honey in the tea, and that's probably what made uh-huh. him go all 
you know, see, start to see things and yeah. whatever. So, you know, I guess that makes sense and everything, but, um, I feel like next time I watch one of these movies, I just need to make an active list of like props and set pieces the whole <laughs> that you time. See, like, don't <laughs> yeah. yeah Cause it's just like everything that happens is for, is toward the ending. Mm. Like there's nothing like, so it's always just like, yeah. Wasn't there like uh, a necklace or something in death in the Nile that, that Gal Gadot was wearing? Like, like it cost like X amount, like an insane amount. Right. Like yeah. it, it had to yeah. come out of a vault or whatever. And she uh-huh. was, it was like a bracelet or necklace or something like that. And then somebody stole that and just like, oh, yeah. where did that go? And, you know, there's like right. guns and stuff. And it's just like, oh, oh, yeah. uh, so I guess that's a good idea to just make. Hey, they said that thing twice yeah. now. I'm going to. Yeah. Gonna, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wait, honey has uh, made a like second the, appearance. We're going to have to write that gun, down. If you put a gun in a in the shot you have to use it like mm. rule yeah that's true too huh yeah this is a good point so it's like everything that gets used will get used no guns in this you know movie I mean? though right no remember. guns yeah no guns in this one no guns in this one i feel so. like i just had another kind of little question that i forgot now mm. it's about honey <laughs> i felt closer to guns or well no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i was just gonna say um the first two films i fell asleep in the theater <laughs> so like i don't remember I you think, saying that in the review the last time i don't remember that maybe you mentioned it but yeah dude i think i felt or i maybe i didn't but yeah i maybe i didn't mention it mm. but i definitely did fall asleep because i remember i was like <laughs> like i fell asleep right at the end mm. like really close to the end like right at the reveal and then like i got woken up uh by who i was in the theater with and then on the way out i'm like because I was sleepy. You know what so I mean? so disoriented. I was just like, yeah, I just kind of like, oh, okay, movie's over. That was good. Let's go. And, and I'm like walking in the lobby. I'm like, wait, who did it? Yeah. Like, wait a second. I was like, wait, I didn't. I this didn't conversation is starting to sound familiar now, actually, I think. So maybe you yeah, did mention yeah. it. Uh huh. Now. But stayed awake uh, during this yeah. one. I stayed awake. That's some success right there. Just gotta yeah, get you off the. Uh, wins, just you know? gotta get off the wine then for for these movies. Yeah, we gotta get back on back on a movie beer. Back on my friggin' Miller Lite. Yeah, there you. Go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. Wrapping up here, I think you know overall we we've got a, a solid enough movie. Like I enjoyed the story. I think I really like, like I mentioned early on. Like it really did divert expectations. I didn't expect Michelle Yeoh to to be killed, and then you know. Yeah, it, surprises. Like quickly, mm-hmm. yeah. you always because you always expect you. if you know one murder happens, then one or two more might happen. Like just on Death in the Nile, I think there was maybe like what three or four people that got killed in that movie. Um, yeah, it just but, keeps occurring. Yeah, it, it keeps lives confusing constant. you. Keeps, mm-hmm. yeah, Wait a second, so it wasn't other... that person? They got just got killed. Oh yeah. my gosh, you know. Um, well, so then it can't be. Yeah, then it can't be. But in this movie, um, I, I did like obviously the the difference in in, in style with the horror element and everything. Um, but the fact that it did subvert expectations, I thought it was, like I said, he was going to go in and sort of debunk the murder of the daughter. And that was going to be that maybe one more, more, one more murder happens by ghosts. And you're like, Oh no, this, it can't be like, I'm going to figure this out. Poro, you know? Um, yeah. Poro says that and, and there's some action, but no, I was like, Oh my God, like he's going to, he's getting drowned right now. I guess they don't want him to figure it out. So I figured, you know, yeah. at that point, and I was like, oh, okay. But then it's like, oh my God. Then freaking Michelle Yeoh gets killed and is impaled. And I'm just like, 
Okay, we're Dude. definitely dealing with something like different here. Um, I was like, I I was audible. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait a like, second, no. she's like a big actor, and she just got <laughs> killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I, I, nobody is safe. I think at that point I knew the mom was connected to the daughter's murder. I think that was just one of my first inclinations of like, okay, well, who did that, that murder? Um, and then yeah. it kind of took me a little bit more, a few more details ago, like, oh, okay, so that's why she killed Michelle Yeoh as well. Because it's very early on, you're like, oh, it's, she needs her because she wants to talk to her daughter again so i guess that makes sense so she wouldn't kill. but like oh wait did somebody else kill michelle yo for their own gain you know is it the is it the yeah. two the two assistants right that was a whole thing like they tied him up and <laughs> questioning them and everything um yeah but but uh but then i was like no it has to be connected to the first murder otherwise there's no point in that being in the movie uh, so I was like, okay, so definitely yeah. it was the mom, but I, you know, she did something because apparently she was with Olga in the, what is it, the music room or something, uh, at the same right. time. So she has somewhat of an alibi at like midnight or whatever. Um, but you know, oh I've, yeah. And then that's when she moves the, the, she changes the time. Yeah. She changes the clock to, to make it seem like it's just one of those like clock, like you tell, you keep convincing somebody that it's a different time. Like it's. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's almost three, and it's actually like twelve o'clock or something like that. And you're like, oh, yeah. You know. um, of course, the freaking the classic watch that gets broken, and it's like, oh, it stopped at this time, kind of thing. You're just like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then okay. Poirot just he because he's so calculating, he knew that he was getting drowned at like was he like three past twelve or something, uh, uh-huh. whatever he said. But it's like okay, like. There is a lot of um, a lot of that kind of is is his sort of speech at the end of the movie, right? Who's kind of explaining everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was just, it was possible because this and that, and because this person was right. there, and and actually this time at night or whatever. So, I but I, again, I I like the the diverting of the expectations in this movie. I didn't see another major person getting killed like Michelle Yeoh um, so early on too. Uh, but, and I was like, okay, so this is the murder that they're going to investigate. Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be the first one with the daughter and everything. And then of course, right. Jamie yeah, Dornan yeah. gets killed and just like, oh my God, who was it? Nobody else was able to go in that room because Poirot has the only key and all this sort of extra talk. And I'm like, that's when the mom really started to get suspicious to me. Cause I was like, she could have easily had just another key in that room. Obviously she, yeah, she, yeah. she indirectly killed him. Um, uh-huh. but, but she, you know, basically was involved in that but i was like yeah you know you can never you can never convince me that that's the only key or whatever you know because there's yeah especially if you're the person giving you're the the homeowner and you're giving the key to the person's like obviously there's like another key somewhere but i bet you have one yeah yeah (laughs) i bet i bet you probably got a few yeah Um, but yeah, it's like all this stuff combined together. I think we, we still have a solid movie. Again, the, the story is interesting enough. The, the actors are yeah. all, you know, perform well. Um, you know, the horror, what horror we do have in this movie is really good. Um, so, you know, I'm ready to give it a, a solid rating, but you have any final thoughts before you want to jump to that? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, to me, it feels like, you know, whatever sort of plot holes or, or good writing, like it feels kind of like the quality and type of movie that I expect from like Brana. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
or like even just the source material that mm-hmm. also kind of like makes it like these Agatha Christie things. And it's just kind of, it makes it so that it's like, well, you know, she just wrote a lot of books. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's, that's okay. There's another one. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't, you didn't mm-hmm. like that detail about this one. Just go, just do another watch, one. Watch one like, of the you know other I mean? ones. It's, yeah. 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 It's just sort of like, I don't know. Um, yeah. So I think that in that way, it's, is it better than the kind of thing, you know first I mean? two or like where would you place it amongst the yeah. the the few that you I, have now? Or yeah, I think earlier I said I think this one might be my favorite one of mm. them. Um kind of just it's a vibe I like, I think. Mm-hmm. A little bit different. Um yeah. I think I maybe maybe I barely remember the first one, bro. That was yeah. so long ago. It's been a while, so I should um, probably rewatch that one too, but I remember liking it yeah. and going and saying like it's good. It's a little bit slower than I would have liked it. I think Death on the Nile is fine. Like it's yeah. good enough. I, I forget what rating we give that one, but it was like good enough, kind of a thing. Yeah, I wonder. It was just a little too obvious. I, think I might like that one were. better than the first one. Maybe. Maybe it's just like a cool, cool like. Yeah, it's cool that the setting. husband didn't do it in this one. Yeah, in this one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, it's cool. Like, oh, That's, yeah, the husband did it, obviously. Dude, so obvious in some of these ones. It's just like, this one, it was yeah. it was so obvious that it wasn't him. I was like, nah, there's no way. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's going to that's gonna do it uh, for our final thoughts. And uh, I'm going to swing it over to you for your score out of 10. Let's go with a 7. I'm going to go 7 as well, is what I was thinking. Nice. Um, so, cool. Total agreement on this one. Yeah, good good Pretty enough good. movie. I think there's some some areas where you can improve on, perhaps in the next movie. Maybe lower the budget as well if it's not going to catch up so much. But I think, again, that has to do with the marketing of the movie, that it's not making the return that and you think I think they're gonna it do another? should. I don't know. I mean... Cause he's, is he reinvigorated at the end? Does she have more books after this one? Oh, she has plenty of books. Because he is re- reinvigorated. That's a good point, right? He's like... Right. Uh, your parents are not cursed and this and you know whatever and he's like doing all these cases in like five seconds in his head or whatever that these people are bringing to him right i do like that i do like that he's like super famous and everyone's like well please uh, give me like i need you to figure this out for my family and the bodyguard does accept one and he kind of rides away right (laughs) yeah that's basically kind of how it is but yeah awesome okay cool so So it could go go either way yeah i i think we'll we'll probably end up seeing another one um, even if it doesn't get mm-hmm. the the massive return that it it uh, would probably want. Uh, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this uh, review of A Haunting in Venice. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let us know if you found it spooky or not spooky enough or good or bad or did you know who the killer was right away? Uh, did you know Ooh. it was the mom? Ooh, very spooky. Uh, yeah, let us know. Um, you can actually email us uh, directly at... Uh, niltmoviepod at gmail.com where you can let us know all your haunting in Venice thoughts uh, and we'll look to to, uh, read them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, If you want to check us out in video format uh, we have a few YouTube videos up um, on uh, our YouTube channel nltmoviepod and youtube.com some some film studies kind of things like that too. Uh, One of the first ones I did was a horror movie uh, talking about some camera elements like uh, deep focus and and rack focus, all that kind of stuff. Conjuring 2, yeah. 
Um, I just started watching the third awesome. one again the other day as well because we saw the we okay. just saw the nun too, and I was like, oh, let's ju- just jump back into this franchise. And yeah. uh, it's been a while. I sold the, the, the third one only one time, so I was like, yeah, let's let's check it out. Yeah, me too. Uh, so got got that started again. Um, if you want more episodes, we're dropping every Friday on all podcast platforms, so you can subscribe here um, or subscribe there wherever you want to listen to them. And we're coming out every Friday. Oh, yeah. I, I, like we said, this this is the spookiest of, of times. So just get used to mm-hmm. more more horror as it comes. Strap in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, if you don't like horror, just wait a couple of, like a, like a month or whatever, and we'll, we'll have something for you yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think actually not too long from now is going to be the creator. That one is not really horror or anything. That just... That maybe one looks cool. Maybe dude. it's horror for you though, Eric, because it's AI taking over the world, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's spooky. It's still spooky. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's stuff, man. Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to that one though. That looks that one looks like it could be, yeah. could be pretty good with John David Washington, of course. Um, Killer. Oh yeah, don't forget that Eric has a second show that he does about music. Uh, nobody's listening to this music podcast that comes out on Tuesdays, so check him out over there. And again, we're dropping on Fridays, so subscribe to both places. And that way you can get the full nobody's listening to this network experience the whole family the whole fam the whole fam absolutely all right well thank you so much everybody and uh we'll talk to you all next week's episode later